It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. Welcome to the Plan with Dan podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Dan Betzel of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area. Dan has an office in Gahanna near the airport, and you can find us online, as always, at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. And if you'd like to submit a question to be featured on the show, you can do that on BetzelWealthAdvisors.com, and maybe we'll feature that question on a future podcast. In fact, today we're digging into the mailbag to pull out some great questions from folks just like you. And so we'll get some good ones here for you, Dan, the first of which comes to us from Leo in Columbus. And uh, by the way, on today's podcast, we have questions about IRAs, 401ks, and bonds. Those are the different topics these questions hit on. Leo says, we're going to be retiring in three years and plan to save about $30,000 each year until then. We could max out an IRA or a Roth for both of us, though I'm not sure which one would be better at this point. But even if I knew that answer, that still leaves me with another seventeen k that I'd need to invest somewhere else. These are all good problems to have, of course, but what accounts should I be using for this money? First of all, thank you. That's a great question. Uh, but before I answer your question, I, I think we may to put it in context. And, you know, whatever we talk about today, you have to make sure that it's going to be the appropriate advice, you know, for your specific situation. So I would tell people, you know, do you have any outstanding debt? And I know you want to invest the money and that's great. But as you get closer to retirement, you want to make sure that your debt is being, you know, taken care of. Do you have an emergency fund? You know, assuming that you have your debt taken care of and you have an emergency fund, then I would feel comfortable telling you, giving you some advice to consider. I really, really, really encourage people, if all possible, to fully fund their Roth IRAs. Now, why is that? Well, the difference between a traditional and a Roth IRA is basically how it's taxed. The traditional IRA, you get a tax deduction you know, from your income for the year you make the contribution, but when you pull the money out, it is taxed as well as the growth. Now, a Roth is kind of the opposite. So a Roth allows you, you don't get a tax deduction when you put the money into the Roth, but when you go to pull the money out, it's not taxed, the growth is not taxed, and it has no impact on the taxation of your social security. So it's mm. really a great planning tool, and I would encourage you to seriously think about it if it fits you know, your, you and your family's goals. Now, regarding the other 17,000, if this is money that you are not gonna need for the next you know, seven to 10 years, I'd, en- I'd encourage you to talk to someone about just investing it in a non-qualified account, a non-qualified investment account uh, that's going to take into consideration, you know, your particular risk tolerance, your time horizon, you know, your age and uh, what your investment goals are. But congratulations. What a great problem to have. And I wish I wish you and your family the best of success in, uh, in taking these next steps towards your retirement. Thanks for the question, Leo. Absolutely. Let's get another one here from Andy. Uh, a reminder, though, you can submit your questions to be featured on a future mailbag segment by going to BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Uh, Andy, writing into us from Gahanna, says, I don't like my 401k investment options, but my company says I'm not eligible to roll the money to an outside account. I know people who have moved their 401ks in the past, so how exactly does this work? 
That's a great question, Andy. You know, and I'm going to give you maybe four ideas or four things you can consider. My wife is a professor at one of the local um, colleges here in town. And I remember before she was 59 and a half, we wanted to roll out her 403B, which is very much like a 401k, you know, into a self-directed IRA. And we were told that we weren't able. Well, I did a little more digging and I found out that, you know, when she reached 59 and a half a few years ago, that then she was able to do it. So that was like a trigger point. So you might want to go back to your employer and say, hey, is this because I'm not yet 59 and a half? Another way we often see people moving their 401ks and their 403bs if uh, they've severed uh, employment. That may be because they retired or they've changed to a different job. That's also another triggering event. And I've also had some clients that if, if you're at a small enough company, you sometimes can go uh, and speak to the benefits department or the p- people who handle the, the 401k or the 403b, and you sometimes they'll even amend the rules that will allow you to roll the money out. So, you know, it could be age-related, it could be your current status with the employer, um, it could be something in the actual documents, how they were set up that doesn't allow it, that could be changed. Of course, if you work for a really, really big corporation, that's not really a, not feasible. And the last thing I would tell you to consider is if you find out you really can't do any of those things, you know, you can't change the investment philosophy that's, you know, um, overseeing your 401k, you still might want to consider working with a professional. Maybe they can help you put together some plan using the investment options in your current 401k that might be more palatable to you. So I hope that helps a little. Yeah, I think it's very helpful to kind of look at those different options. And that's a common complaint of 401ks, Andy, that you you don't have as much control as you'd like. And that's why a lot of people do roll those accounts over specifically when they leave an old employer, but even sometimes while they're still working. So some things for you to consider there, certainly. All right, one more question on the mailbag this week, Dan. It comes to us from Vince in Pickerington. Uh, Vince says, I feel that I need to reduce the risk in my portfolio, but I don't know where to turn. I've looked at bonds, I've looked at annuities, I've looked at just moving to cash, but all of those options have drawbacks that I don't really like. What am I supposed to do? You know, that's a great question. I really want to applaud you for um, even asking it, because a lot of people are so focused on returns, and I think you're already one step ahead of the game by really looking at and and trying to find ways to control the risk. Now, there's a lot of different philosophies out there. I would encourage you to do a little bit of of research and and sounds like you're the kind of guy that would like to do that anyway. But there's actually, you know, 19 distinct asset categories. And how do we know that? Well, various people like Harry Markowitz, you know, who Fama and French, who they've received the Nobel Prize in economics, they've done a lot of research. It's actually called the Efficient Frontier. And Markowitz won the Nobel Prize for coming up with this uh, this way to, to basically answer the exact question you have, that we can take these various asset categories consisting of, you know, fixed, you know, bonds, U.S. domestic, um, you know, equity and international equity, and we can put them together in such a way that's going to uh, be efficient and is going to reflect the amount of risk that you want from a very conservative portfolio to a very aggressive portfolio. So here's what I, here's what I'd ask you to do. I'd ask you to, if you want, if you're interested, go to my website and download the Separating Myths from Truths workshop. It'll give you a lot of great information for you to consider. And then think about having uh, someone analyze your portfolio and tell you where is it on the Markowitz efficient frontier. And once you see where it is, you'll be able to take the steps to move it to where you want it to be. And I think that 
those steps will provide you with a path forward and a clear way to create some peace of mind, you know, as you get closer to retirement, how to control that risk in your portfolio. But what a great question, and thank you for asking. Lots of good ones today on the mailbag. Thank you for sending those in to us. If you'd like to ask your question on uh, one of our future mailbag segments, you want something that's maybe a little bit more specific than the general topics we tend to cover here on Plan With Dan, uh, we'd be happy to answer your more specific question here on the show. We'll do the best we can with the information that we get from you to kind of give you some direction, give you some other things to think about and some ideas. And I think that's what we were able to do on today's edition of the podcast with these mailbag questions. So submit those to us by going online to BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Again, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com, where you can submit questions to the podcast. If you want to get in touch with Dan directly, you can call 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We'll have another great podcast on the way a week from now, back here on the Plan with Dan podcast. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.